Welcome to the 12 Days of Edition Wars. In this year's series, we are taking a deep dive into the iconic spells of Dungeons & Dragons. What were they like at first? How have they changed? Are they better than ever? We're going to talk about all that and more. All right, dear listeners, our lovely, lovely audience, the beautiful people who are listening to this. This is the 12th day of the 12 Days of Christmas. And on this day, in Edition Wars Christmasdom, we have decided, Brandis. Well, Sam, I wish you a Merry Christmas. I'm sorry. What did what did you say? You it was weird, it was some weird distortion or something there. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I don't, I don't know. Is that are you like a great old one patron? Because that's it's kind of this weird. I'm just a. a 17th level wizard, man. It's just what we do. <laughs> Tell me about the wish spell. Well, so uh, it is, in theory, the ultimate expression of a spellcaster's will in the cosmos, right? Yes, okay, they release 10th level and higher spells <laughs> for reasons. Yep. Lord mm-hmm. knows. But uh, this is from its. Uh, core concept in second ed where I first saw it uh, on through uh, third and fifth um, little little gap there mm-hmm. um, it is just a, a pure imposition of the caster's will in the universe uh, that could take an enormous range of forms uh, whether there are any rules around this absolute of I get what I want. Well, Mm -hmm. that sort of depends on the edition and we'll go through that. Right. Uh, But it is essentially the most iconic of all possible knife level spells. All right. So having said that, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about this. So in, in OD and D wish didn't get published until supplement one, which is the Greyhawk supplement. So gray, Greyhawk had spells, had two wish spells, a limited wish, which is a seventh level spell and wish, which is a ninth level spell. So let's actually talk about both of those real quick. Limited wish says a spell, which alters reality past, present, or future, but only within limited bounds. It cannot create or bring any form of treasure, for example, and only a portion of a wish might actually occur. And then it refers us to book two, Monsters and Treasure, from the original three-book set. So before we go over to that book two, let's actually look at the full wish spell, the full ninth level wish spell, which says this. Uh, the same spell is found in a ring of wishes, and then it refers us to book two again, which we'll get go to in a second. Using a wish spell, however, requires so great a conjuration that the user will be unable to do anything further magically for from two to eight days. Okay, now let's go. Now let's go look at book two, monsters and treasure. So keep in mind, limited wish says you get to do something in in limited range. Wish costs you so much power that you can't do anything magically for two to eight days. Yep. Here is the ring of three wishes. It says, as with any wishes, the wishes granted by the ring must be of limited power in order to maintain balance in the game. This requires the utmost discretion on the part of the referee. Typically, greedy characters will request more wishes for example, as one of their wishes. The referee should then put that character into an endless closed time loop, moving him back to the time he first obtained the wish ring. Again, a wish for some powerful item could be fulfilled without benefit to the one wishing. The example is, I wish for a mirror of life trapping, and the referee then places the character inside one, which is all his own. So he owns it now, and he has it, but now he's stuck in it. Wishes that unfortunate adventures had never happened should be granted. So I like that there's one kind of wish that it says, yeah, you should probably just let them have that. Yeah. Wait, and then there's one last line. It says clues can be given when wishes for powerful items or great treasure are made. In other words, there can be a negotiation here about what the person is wishing for and how the referee, in this case, the referee, would 
choose to fulfill that wish. Right. And you know, right from the beginning, we're looking at, you know, Gygax saying, Hey, did you ever read that story about the monkeys, Paul? It's that. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That's yep. that's what um that's what that's sort of seeming to say. Uh what's the worst way that they could get what they want? Mm-hmm. Um but if it's you know okay that was a complete disaster i need a mulligan please uh you know I, right. I've, I've lost everything please let me be playable again <laughs> well okay that's that's the one thing that where gygax basically says yeah don't mess with them too much on this fine right and, and i kind of like that uh, just because i feel like there are so many terrible things that could you know, permanently change a character away from who you wanted to be playing mm-hmm. in high level games that, you know, a, a way to reset is probably okay. Yeah. Yeah. Considering that it is still very expensive. So dear audience, you might be thinking, well, if, you know, what, what kind of wish was the game expecting a PC to wish for? And some of that information is actually in this book itself, because, for example, it says under this cursed item, the Necklace of Strangulation, uh, it requires a limited wish or a wish to remove it. So this is the case where, you know, there's a lot of wish issuance so that you can overcome an obstacle like a cursed item that you otherwise don't have any ability to get rid of. Not wishing like you know, I want to own a, you know, fortress with 500 servants and you know what I mean? Um, But wish is written with such a loose language that it's hard to, you know. Yeah. So, so that's O D and D. So let's, let's take a look at the next place where you see wish, which is in Beck me. And the reason it's in Beckme or the Frank Mincer version of, of, of basic D&D, the reason it's there is because it's not in Holmes because it only goes to third level and it's not in BX because it only goes up to seventh level spells. And so that's why you end up without having Wish. Okay. All right. So Beckme. Here's Wish in Beckme. This is the magic user spell. It says a Wish spell is usable only by a magic user of 33rd to 36th level because remember Beckme goes up to... 36 levels That's right. who has an intelligence of 18 or greater. A wish is the single most powerful spell a magic user can have. It is never found on a scroll, but may be placed elsewhere. Wording the wish. The player must say or write the exact wish made by the character. Wording of the wish is very important. The literal meaning will usually occur, whatever the intentions of the player. The DM should try to maintain game balance, being neither too generous nor too stingy in deciding the effects of a wish. Remember that wishes should be able to do quite a bit. Even a badly phrased wish made with good intentions may have good results. However, if the wish is greedy or made with malicious intent, every effort should be made to find differing interpretations. If necessary, the wish can even be disallowed, having no effect. Whenever a wish fails or is misinterpreted, the DM should explain after the game the problem or flaw in the phrasing. Here are some examples of faulty wishes. I wish that I knew everything about this dungeon. (laughs) That could result in the character knowing all for only a second and then forgetting it all. Another one, I wish for a million gold pieces, can be granted by having them land on the character and then vanish. I wish to immediately and permanently possess the gaze power of a basilisk while retaining all of my own abilities and items is a carefully worded wish that's out of balance. Characters are already quite powerful. This wish could result in the growth of a basilisk head in addition to the character's own or the growth of extra eyes without eyelids, leaving the character extremely vulnerable to other gaze attacks. I just I just want to say, if you're 33rd to the 36th level, yeah. is it really that powerful? I put right. to you that the answer right. is no. Right. Well, so and so here's so here's where it goes. It says, it says it can never be used to gain XP or levels of experience. If a wish is used sure. to harm, I mean, there's a huge thing here. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but let's right. let's talk yeah, yeah. about some examples of what it says it can be used for. It can be used to gain treasure up to 50,000 gold pieces. Okay, but you're 33rd level, 
you're not going to be wishing for 50,000 yeah. gold pieces. Okay. You're not like even a million gold pieces is kind of right. So go get it. And, but like, what are you right, doing? But wait, you, but you have, you have what? Uh, well, wait, it, get, uh, it gets worse. It says, however, the a, caster, a lender on your table, wait, wait, but on. it's worse. The caster loses a XP per gold right. piece value of treasure gained. Because sure. remember, it's gold for XP in, in Beckme. Right. So the more yeah, gold, yeah, right. Yeah. But so in this case, it's opposite, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it can be used to temporarily change one ability score to a minimum of three or maximum of 18 for six turns. It'll last, right? So an hour, uh, which can okay. be used to gain the use of a magic item for a short time. You can be used to permanently increase ability score, but the cost is very high. You must use as many wishes as the number of the ability score desired. All the wishes must be cast within one week period, and you may raise an ability score only one point at a time. So to raise your strength from 15 to 16, take 16 wishes, right? Yeah. Um, so it's it's they have, it's not powerful. <laughs> it's not powerful. No, it, it's kind of he's in such a hurry to put constraints and limitations right. on it that even honestly comes up with some of the least interesting solutions to overpower mm -hmm. wishes. Like I'm going to be real with you. I want to know everything about this dungeon. That player has just handed you a really interesting gift. Right. Yeah. And you can make it everyone's problem. Right. right. Well, here's the other thing in Beckme clerics also get wish. Yeah. It's but weird. they have to be 36th level and they have to have an 18 wisdom. And I'm going to say casting that wish that you just read yeah. out loud is not a sign of having well, 18 wisdom. Here, here's what it says. It says a wish is the single, but this is why I laughed when I told you about it earlier, when I said, oh, you're going to love this when we get to it. A oh. wish is the single most powerful spell a cleric can have. It has never found on a scroll and it may be placed elsewhere in a ring, for example, in rare cases. Okay. So that's basically the same thing it says for the, for the wizard version, right? Sure. Magic user version. Then it says extensive guideline for wishes are given on page 10 with the magic user spell description. So it's the same, it's the same thing, but you gotta be 36 yep. level and have an 18 wisdom. Sure. Right. So, uh, you know, <sighs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so not, not, well, and not honestly, useful, like, right. Once you have an 18 wisdom or uh, 18 intelligence, right. And you're of that spellcasting class. Why did you care about raising your other ability scores that much? Right. What I could see the temp what, what I, need did you have? I could see the temporary one, right? If you wanted to temporarily sure. make something eighteen, you get trapped. So you you have a ring of wishes, and you wish that your strength was an eighteen, so that you could use it to get out of somewhere. Okay, fine, because it okay, it lasts for an hour or whatever. I I could see that. Granted, there are plenty of other probable ways to get out of there without having to w yeah. use the wish, but that's, you know, <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, and that's, you know, this, it, it also points out a wish can sometimes be used to change the results of a past occurrence. This is normally limited to events of the previous day. A lost battle may be won, or the losses may be made far less severe, but impossible odds cannot be overcome completely. A death in melee could be changed to a near death survival. A permanent loss could be made temporary, right? The DM can advise players when wishes are near to exceeding the limit of the power. Like that's good example, right? Oh, I want to bring that I mean, that one back to life. Yeah, or, well, you know, everybody loves an omega thirteen, right, right? Right. Yeah. It also says a wish can be used to duplicate any magical any magic user spell effect of eighth level or less, or cleric spell effect of sixth level or less. Yeah, and like that's actually great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't have the spell I need. I'm going to use wish as sort of mm -hmm. a a wild card for any spell in the game that is eighth level. Yeah, let's go. Mm -hmm. No problem. Yeah. Here's 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 something. A wish cannot raise the maximum level of a human. Thirty six is the absolute maximum you can have. Uh, however, a wish can allow a demi human to gain a level because, of course, demi humans cannot go up to thirty six level in here. Um, and a wish, although a wish can change a demi-human to a human or the reverse, the change is permanent and you don't become magical when it's done, right? Right? Like, mm -hmm. wh I don't. why is that allowed? You won't let me get 50,000 gold pieces without losing a ton of XP, but you'll let me change someone's race yeah. or species from a 
halfling yeah. to here like you know so yeah. there's some we- it's weird right it's it's weird so and look I, and I love beck me yeah that, that's not problematic at all beck me was <laughs> was my addition right i love i played beck me for years right sure. um i love it right but but we i mean no <laughs> that's just, it's just weird it's just weird right yep. um so okay so that's beck me let's go to first edition first edition wish First edition wish, ninth level, unlimited range, special duration, blah, 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 special everything else. The wish spell is a more potent version of a limited wish. If it is, so there's limited wish, seventh level here again. Um, if it's used to alter reality with respect to hit points sustained by a party to bring a dead character to life or to escape from a difficult situation by lifting the spellcaster and his or her party from one place to another, it will not cause the magic user any disability. So you, those are kind of the um, expected or respected ways to use wish, right? Because uh, it doesn't it doesn't cause you any harm to do that. It says other forms of wishes, however, will cause the spellcaster to be weak. That is a negative three on strength and require two to eight days of bed rest due to the stresses the wish places upon time, space and his or her body. Regardless of what is wished for, the exact terminology of the wish spell is likely to be carried through. This discretionary power of the referee is necessary in order to maintain game balance. As wishing another character dead would be grossly unfair, for example, your DM might well advance the spellcaster to a future period where the object is no longer alive. In other words, putting the wishing character out of the campaign rather than the one they wished dead. Um, in other, you know, in other words, be creative in how you punish the player for making a wish that's really despicable, like wishing another PC dead. Right. Um, yeah. But and I mean, yeah, that is actually terrible. Mm-hmm. I I've been in bad groups, and that's going pretty far, even for mm-hmm. awful groups. Right, right. I haven't been in that many bad groups. But <laughs> right, th- they exist. But yeah, man. let's find the limited wish. Limited wish says, limited wish is very potent but difficult spell. It will fulfill literally, but only partially, or for a limited duration, the utterance of the spellcaster. Thus, the actuality of the past, present, or future might be altered, but possibly only for the magic user, unless the wording of the limited wish is most carefully stated in some limited manner. The use of a limited wish will not substantially change major realities, nor will it bring wealth or experience merely by asking. The spell can, for example, restore some hit points or all hit points for a limited time uh, lost by the magic user. It can reduce opponent hit probabilities or damage, so you can uh, afflict them with a two-hit penalty. It can increase duration of some magical effect, so you can make a spell last longer. It can cause a creature to be favorably disposed to the spellcaster, so it's basically like a charm. Um, the limited wish can possibly give a minor clue to some treasure or magic item. Greedy desires will usually end in disaster for the wisher. Casting time is the actual number of seconds at six per segment to phrase, to phrase the limited wish. So, yeah, so not, not very much different from, it does give some more, uh, concrete examples of what you should and should not be doing with the wish, but there yeah. it is. And, and, you know, this is what, what they're doing here is already very recognizable to later versions of the spell. Um, they are I, honestly, even as punitive as this language is, it's still less constrained and punitive than Beck me. So I appreciate that. Yep. Um, let's look at second edition. Second edition wish is this wish spell. The wish spell is a more potent version of limited. So limited wish also exists here. Seventh level again. Um, If it is used to alter reality with respect to damage sustained by the party to bring a dead creature. So this is the same wording as in one E, right? Also the negative three on strength. Uh, This case, instead of doing two to eight days, it it actually tells you that's 2D four days of bed rest. Um, Regardless of what's wished for, the exact terminology, the wish spell is likely to be carried out. Casting wish spell ages the caster five years so this is the first time that's been mentioned so a wish ages the caster by five years Descri- oh right yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that yep. from playing second ed, yeah. yeah and it, it wasn't in first ed at least not in the description it's one yep. of those one of those things that also feels really weird right in D because it's so wildly varied yep. between different races yeah on the other hand if you were able to get ninth level spells you were human we know right yeah and so, yeah, and but it, it gives the same uh, warning about, you know, you could, if somebody wishes another creature no longer alive, it doesn't say another PC, it just says another creature, um, then, you know, it says to move the spellcaster in time. Right? And I, I get the five-year thing, actually. I think that brings some interest to the spell because it's an interesting yeah. sort of 
drawback because you are really futzing with space time, right? You're futzing with the continuum. And if you're going to do that, then it's, it's going to have a, a major cost. Let's uh, run back here and look at limited wish real quick, uh, just to, just for giggles. Uh, limited wish is a very potent but difficult spell. It fulfills literally, but only part. So it's the same kind of wording as in first edition. Uh, does it have anything extra? A spell can restore hit points, can reduce hit probabilities. Yep. You can mimic a spell of seventh level or less. Greedy things usually end in disaster. Casting times based on the time spent par- preparing the wording. Yeah. So same basic idea. Um, yeah. Casting this spell ages the caster one year per 100 years of regular lifespan. So if you're a human, yep. it's going to, so it yeah, it yeah. ages you one year. But if you're an elf, if your regular lifespan was a thousand years, it's uh, going to age you 10 years. Um, so not, not bad. Uh, uh, amazing how, how much they kept the wording the same between first and second edition for these spells really is kind of amazing. Uh, let's look at uh, third edition, which might be have a few more interesting things here. Sorcerer Wizard 9, standard action to cast. Uh, wish is the mightiest spell a wizard or sorcerer can cast. By simply speaking aloud, you can alter reality to better suit you. Even wish, however, has its limits. A wish can produce any one of the following effects. One, duplicate any wizard or sorcerer spell of eighth level or lower, provided the spell is not of a school prohibited to you. Two, duplicate any other spell of sixth level or lower, provided the spell is not of a school prohibited to you. Three, duplicate any wizard or sorcerer spell of seventh level or lower, even if it is of a prohibited spell. Four, duplicate any other spell of fifth level or lower, even if it's of a prohibited school. Five, undo the harmful effects of many other spells, such as uh, Gesh, Quest, or Insanity. Six, create a non-magical item of up to 25,000 gold pieces in value. Seven, create a magic item or add to the power of an existing magic item. Eight, grant a creature a plus one inherent bonus to an ability score. Two to five wish spells cast in immediate succession can grant a creature a plus two to plus five inherent bonus to an ability score. Two wishes for plus two, three for plus three, et cetera, et cetera. Inherent bonuses are instantaneous, so they cannot be dispelled. Note, an inherent bonus may not exceed plus five for a single ability score, and inherent bonuses to a particular ability score do not stack, so only the best one applies. It can remove, I think I'm on eight now, it can remove injuries or affliction and afflictions. A single wish can aid one creature per caster level, and all subjects are cured of the same kind of affliction. For example, you could heal all of the damage you and your companions have taken or remove all poison effects from everyone in the party, but not do both with the same wish. A wish can never restore the experience point loss from casting a spell or the level or constitution loss from being raised from the dead. Revive the dead. You can use a wish spell to bring a dead creature back to life by duplicating a resurrection spell. A wish can revive a dead creature whose body has been destroyed, but the task takes two wishes, only to, uh, one to recreate the body and another to infuse the body with life again. A wish cannot prevent a character who was brought back to life from losing an experience level. You can transport travelers. A wish can lift one creature per caster level from anywhere on any plane and place those creatures anywhere else on any plane, regardless of local conditions. An unwilling target gets a will save to negate the effect and spell resistance applies. Undo misfortune. A wish can undo a single recent event. The wish forces a reroll of any roll made within the last round, including your last turn. Reality reshapes itself to accommodate the new result. For example, a wish could undo an opponent's successful save, a foe's successful critical hit, either the attack roll or the critical roll, a friend's failed save, and so on. The reroll, however, may may be as bad or worse than the original roll. An unwilling target gets a will save to negate the effect and spell resistance applies. You may try to use a wish to produce greater effects than these, but doing so is dangerous. Such a wish gives the DM the opportunity to fulfill your request without fulfilling it completely. The wish may pervert your intention. Uh, pr- the wish may pervert your intent into a literal but undesirable fulfillment or only a partial fulfillment. For example, wishing for a staff of the Magi might get you instantly transported to the presence of the staff's current owner. Wishing nominal cosmic power. It'd be living space. Wishing to be immortal could get you imprisoned in a hidden extra-dimensional space, as by an imprisonment spell, where you could live indefinitely. Duplicated spells allow saves and spell resistance as normal. Uh DCs are for ninth level spells. Uh material component uh is for the material component that you're duplicating for the spell you're duplicating when you're duplicating a spell. Uh, 
blah blah blah. So okay, uh, XP cost is uh, five thousand minimum. Um, okay, so that was a lot. But here's the thing. The reason I read that whole thing to you, even though I didn't want to read the whole Beck Me thing to you, is that the Beck Me thing right. was a here, use your best guess, but here's some guidance. And it's all in right. words that you can choose to interpret in any way you want. This is very much bullet points and uh, enumeration of what exactly you can right. do. And then the guidance of if the PC wants to do something else, here's how you should screw them. Yep. Um, and you know, looking at uh, what's here in, in the bullet points, I'm reminded of, um, you know, people playing uh, very high level third edition characters in story hours and in games I, I read about where they would have a need for a particular spell that either was of a prohibited school for them uh, but they had to have that for the thing they were doing, making a magic item or something, or uh, was in fact not a wizard spell at all. Right. Um, let's say a cleric spell. Um, and well, this was their most practical way to solve that problem. And I, I found that interesting. Um, whatever spend 5,000 experience points is the baseline, most practical solution to a problem. You have a really strange problem. Right. Right <laughs> in D and D, right? Um, but but ultimately, um, for all of the like, constraints and and such around this, it is intended to be a wish that you can use and have the game be okay, and you know c can become even a reasonably regular part of the game for you at a level where you only sort of care about XP anymore. Mm -hmm. Like you can kind of accept, yeah, I'm seventeenth level. I'm not going to make 18th. It's fine. Right. You know, right. I, I earn, you know, 20,000 uh, XP, you know, walk across the room in the morning because <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. And, you know, that that's four wishes. I'm good. Right. You know, right. If that's the approach you want to take, you know, wishing and magic item creation kind of agree with you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm like I, I wish that heh, that uh, <laughs> um, be third, careful. This will age you. Uh, it has. <laughs> look, Sam. Look at me. Um, um, I, I was in college when some of this came out. Um, but uh, it would be nice if um, like, third could sort of let go a little more and accept, yeah, you're phenomenally powerful. Like lean into the narrative of, of the wish and giving incredibly powerful characters what they want to their destruction, not because you've perverted the wish, but because just so, sometimes bad things happen if you actually get what you say you want. Right. And uh, some of those bad things are now you want something more. Right. Um, it, like if the game could have learned to lean into that, I think that third edition would have been better for it narratively. Right. Uh, but that isn't the game they were trying to make. Uh, it was in a, a pretty real sense, uh, a game by and for engineers. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, speaking of not producing a spell effect that could reach the potential that you wish it could reach. Let's talk about Wish in 4th edition. In 4th edition, the only place where Wish exists is in a late edition resource book called the Heroes of the Elemental Chaos, uh, in which it has a prestige, or prestige, it's not prestige, it has a... <laughs> it's not a prestige class. What What is it? A... a Paragon. Para, para, so I'm like, it uh, starts with a P, but now I'm in third edition land. I can't remember. Okay. It has a, a paragon path that is called the Prince of Genies. And if you are in the paragon, if you take the paragon path of, of being the Prince of Genies, then you get access at level 12 to a uh, utility spell that is a daily effect uh, that allows you to cast basically limited wish. 
and it the 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 flavor text says name your desire and the genie provides it it's a daily spell with the elemental keyword it's a minor action to cast close burst one you or one ally in the burst can choose one of the following effects one the target regains the use of an expended encounter utility power two the target treats its next miss before the end of the encounter as a hit Three, the target gains plus two power bonus to all defenses until the end of the encounter. Four, the target gains training in one skill of his or her choice until the end of the encounter. And folks, it's not you get all that. It's pick one. Mm -hmm. And it's a level 12 power. Yeah, that wish is real limited, folks. Super limited. They could have named it super duper limited wish. (laughs) Just have a little taste of what you want. Yeah, not, not a whole meal. Don't don't spoil your appetite. Oh. Yeah. Um. So everything I was just saying about sort of the 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 limitations of of the third edition version of the Beckme version of sort of mm-hmm. the the sense of a need to be stingy. Um. Okay, this is twelfth level and not seventeenth. Right. Fine. But this is this is too little. Right. Look at this. This is this is the Paragon path. Your life took a turn for the strange when you discovered a minor treasure containing an elemental spirit. The being trapped inside promised you much in exchange for its freedom, offering anything in its power to grant. Freeing the spirit is not so easy since potent wards keep it imprisoned. So you came to an arrangement with it. You will search for a way to free it and it will help you complete your quests. You have the power of a trapped genie with you at all times right but in a way that's your paragon path and not like because it is it has to be identity level it's not just a story but but i'm just saying like but yet when you ask that genie to grant a wish to you it's oh you can get a plus two to all your defenses (laughs) right like i can help you a little bit come on cool right and you know i love that it is sort of riffing on the story of uh, Aladdin and Robin Williams, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I too would love to have a Paragon path based on having Robin Williams help me out with <laughs> right. things. That sounds yes, amazing. that would be awesome. Miss you, Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this is so far short. Yeah, it's so far short. Um, if you have a DM who is ready to sort of scrap all this and say, "Yeah, no, I know what this is supposed to be. Just roll. I'll, I'll back you." Great, but that's not what the book is writing. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that's a shame. Yeah. Frankly. I do. I mean, and I, they could have called this anything else, right? <laughs> right. And it'd be fine and we wouldn't be bagging on right. it, right? But I, it's. I mean, in all seriousness, if they had named that feature Luck of the Genies, mm-hmm. you'd be like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the 20 level. So, okay, not to get to take a deep dive into fourth edition, but the 20th level ability you get this is right before you end up going to your epic destiny right because when you hit 21st level you go to your epic destiny so here's the level 20 that's called genie's gift at the apex of the paragon tier you finally learn how to coax your genie from its vessel when it appears it erupts with a flash and a bang that leaves your enemies befuddled while the spirit is free it grants a benefit to you or an ally that you name it's a level 20 attack power. The genie's vessel pops open, releasing a powerful elemental spirit that catches your enemies by surprise. It has a charm keyword, the elemental keyword. It's a daily power, standard action, burst two, each enemy in the burst. The attack is your highest ability modifier, plus five versus will, which means it's a really good bonus. The target is dazed. If you miss, the target's still dazed, but just for a shorter amount of time. The effect is you or one ally in the burst gains an action point that must be used before the end of your next turn or is lost. That's really great, an action point. That's really good. Look, man, I'm going to just stop reading this before Disney sues me for the amount of <laughs> songs from Aladdin that are playing in my head right now. Right. <laughs> we, we can't get to the whole song or I am I – am, <laughs> Suffering a lawsuit on Look, air. we can only have like less than 10 seconds of, of anything. That's, that's okay? what I'm yes. saying. I need- <laughs> yeah. So, so, but I'm, I'm, the point I'm making is 
you know, I'm not bagging on this Paragon path. It's a really neat idea, right? It's a really it's cool an idea it's, for it's, Paragon it's path. really neat. I, I do actually yeah. like it as a narrative yeah. for a character. Right. And and that's what that's what was cool about fourth edition Paragon paths is they really weren't necessarily about the power that you got. They were about the story that was now being told about you because of what you chose to do, right? Yeah. And and that story just needs ADM very willing to you know step outside the rules and run with the narrative. Right. Um, I have that kind of DM in the fourth edition game I'm playing. Right. And yeah, that's what makes it work. Right. And you right? you also need someone who is flexible enough to be able to incorporate everybody's chosen paragon path, right? Because it's not that's just right. one player and they're not all choosing the same paragon path. So you know, that's right. yeah, you ha- you have to. So it's it's really cool. I, I'm not I'm not bagging on the, the idea of Paragon Pass. It's just that this limited wish, eh, you know, whatever. Right. For yeah. sure. So let's look at fifth edition. Here is wish in fifth edition. Okay, wish ninth level one action ranges self instantaneous duration conjuration okay wish is the mightiest spell a mortal creature can cast by simply speaking aloud you can alter the very foundations of reality in accord with your desires the basic use of this spell is to duplicate any other spell of eighth level or lower you don't need to meet any requirements in that spell including costly components the spell simply takes effect alternatively you can create one of the following effects of your choice One, you create one object of up to 25,000 gold pieces in value that isn't a magic item. The object can be no more than 300 feet in any dimension, and it appears in an unoccupied space that you see on the ground. Two, you allow up to 20 creatures that you can see to regain all hit points, and you end all effects on them as described in the Greater Restoration spell, so it's basically improved Greater Restoration. Three, you grant up to 10 creatures that you can see resistance to a damage type of your choice. Four, you grant up to 10 creatures that you can see immunity to a single spell or other magical effect for eight hours. For instance, you could make yourself and all of your companions immune to a Lich's Life Drain attack. And then five, you undo a single recent event by forcing a re-roll of any roll made within the last round, including your last turn. Reality reshapes itself to accommodate the new result. For example, a wish spell could undo an opponent's successful save, a foe's critical hit, or a friend's failed save. This language is very familiar, right? That's very familiar. Uh, You can force the re-roll to be made with advantage or disadvantage, and you can choose whether to use the re-roll or the original. You might be able to achieve something beyond the scope of the above examples. State your wish to the GM as precisely as possible. The GM, notice they use GM instead of DM, which is interesting, uh, has great latitude in ruling what occurs in such an instance. The greater the wish, the greater the likelihood that something goes wrong. The spell might simply fail, the effect you desire might only be partially achieved, or you might suffer some unforeseen consequence as a result of how you worded the wish. For example, wishing that a villain were dead might propel you forward in time to a period when the villain is no longer alive, effectively removing you from the game similarly wishing for a legendary magic item or artifact might instantly transport you to the presence of the item's current odor notice those two examples right from second edition right yep the stress of casting this spell to produce any effect other than duplicating another spell weakens you after enduring that stress each time you cast a spell until you finish a long rest you take 1d10 necrotic damage per level of that spell this damage can't be reduced or prevented in any way in addition your strength drops to three if it isn't three or lower already for 2d4 days for each of those days that you spend resting and doing nothing more than light activity your remaining recovery time decreases by two days finally there is a 33 percent chance that you are unable to cast wish ever again if you suffer this stress okay thoughts on that uh well so i mean i do like what the bullet points support um using a wish to Mm -hmm. get you out of a single enemy's attack that you know is going to be horrible and you don't have another answer for is actually kind of cool that's kind of cool um and I do find a lot of interest in sort of the the narrative outcomes that you can just mess with mm-hmm. for that's not a magic item, it's just important for right. other reasons. Yep. Like, oh, I summoned the crown. It's not a magic crown, it's just the crown. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, right. Um, yep. or or something like that. Uh that is pretty cool. Um letting you create or possibly call to yourself uh one item that is not magic but is up to 25,000 gold pieces in value right. that's pretty cool yeah yep. um and so so i like those 
and I really like that there's explicit support for exceeding the limits. Mm-hmm. Um, just for the, the sake of our listeners, um, the the player's handbook does actually use DM rather than GM. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're reading from the basic yeah. rules yeah. that use GM language, right? Because that's right? the yeah, because that's the open source. Yep, that's right. right. Um, but um, same reason why. In the last episode, when we talked about Tasha versus just hideous laughter versus Tasha's hideous laughter, right? Yep. Uh, and I mean, one of my favorite uh, stories about Wish in fifth edition uh, is the story of um, a wish that wasn't cast, mm-hmm. uh, but it's from the uh, Critical Role first campaign uh, where Scanlan had a plan to use his ninth level slot and Right. The plan went sideways. Yep. It's a it's a beautiful piece of sort of D and D storytelling that is very very D and D, but sort of an interesting neat thing that emerges in the sense of emergent narrative it emerges from spell slot limits. Right. Um, but you know, I I do like. Honestly, I very much like the fact that you don't cast a ton of wishes to increase your ability scores. Mm-hmm. That didn't ever quite feel right to me. Right. And the idea of needing 15 or 16 or whatever wishes to get a single ability score point, just sort of, why do we have this lever? Why, why <laughs> does the game think I'll even be able to get that many wishes? That's not actually great. And then going over to... Uh, Inherent ability score bonuses is not better. I didn't. I didn't love that either, uh, and so I don't miss those in the slightest. But you know, the the omega thirteen wish is great, um, and so a, a lot of the things that you can do with a fifth edition wish I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I have still never like, been in a game where a caster had wish and the will to use it in fifth edition mm-hmm. so uh i have not ever had to deal with this uh but it is interesting to think about yeah i also have not had it cast in in a fifth edition game so that's interesting other powerful spells have been cast but not this one yeah so yeah, yeah. interesting um, i mean uh my wife's uh, character in Arakash, one of her pcs has an artifact that gives her the spell casting of a 20th level druid. Uh, it's just that I pick her, her spell list mm-hmm. from that artifact. Right. And so that I, I pick it mostly to reduce stress on her, but she saw a shape change and ran with it. Um, so she's used shape change uh, to become a moonstone dragon in the middle of a fight. It was right. <laughs> one of the most memorable scenes nice. we had in a while. <laughs> Nice. Uh, also note, there is no limited wish in 5th edition. Uh, right. So just to point that out to people. Um, I I think it must have been a draft of the um, uh, Genie Warlock that had um, mm. a limited wish feature that may not have made it into... Oh no! It's a, there's a 14th level feature called limited wish. Oh, it's a feature. I was Genie looking. Warlock. Yeah, I was only yep. looking at spells. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, so, limited wish 14th level genie feature. Uh, you entreat your patron to grant you a small wish. Uh, as an action, you speak your desire to your genie's vessel, requesting the effect of one spell that is sixth level or lower and has a casting time of one action. The spell can be from any class's spell list. You don't need to meet the requirements in that spell, including costly components. The spell simply takes effect as part of this action. Mm. Once you use this feature, you can't use it again for 1d4 long rests. Um, this is... I mean, it's the same name and playing with the same concept mm-hmm. as the limited wish that we saw from fourth right. edition. Yep. But delivering so much better. Right. Yeah. Uh, it has the problem of maybe needing you to surf through a bunch of books to find the right spell mm-hmm. of sixth level or lower to solve your problem. Uh, that's that's a design problem that isn't really solvable. It's just got to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Um, you know that's true of any basically wild card spell. Um, in 
second edition and maybe also in first edition Forgotten Realms, there was a spell called Any Spell, uh, which absolutely had that problem. It was a wild card spell that lets you mm-hmm. cast uh, any spell, but of a lower spell level than itself. Great idea, rough implementation, <laughs> because spells are just all over the place. If you don't already have the idea of the exact spell you want to use to solve this problem, mm-hmm. y- you might be stopping play for quite a while to look for it. Right. And nobody should have to put up with that, but oof. Yeah. Ah, that was a good one. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. That was really fun to talk about. Cuz it, it is yeah. one of, it's it is relative it, it can it can create relatively uh controversial conversations, right? Arguments because in, in a lot of ways yeah. much like the deck of many things mm-hmm. does. Right, it, exactly. It's one of yep. those like big game changers mm-hmm. if you let it be, right? Right. Uh, yeah. And you know, frankly, there isn't and will never be anything that, you know, fighters or rogues have as an answer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really talk that much about the fact that in third ed, clerics do have an answer to, to wish mm-hmm. uh, if miracle. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, very much in line with the, the Beck me. Uh, cleric having wish, right? Uh, same idea, just um, not a lot many differences from from wish. They just wanted there to be a clerical version, which makes sense to me, right? Yeah. Uh, and if anything, I'm I'm surprised that didn't uh, make it into fifth edition. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think it's not as much of a yeah. Again, you know, there's a reason why we picked the spells that we picked for for these for episodes, sure. right? And that's that they sure. are some iconic, either much discussed or much used spells, or ones that are like the obvious. You know, they they are considered the obvious go to spell for whatever thing, right? And that's miracle right. is just not one that you, you know, that's uh, well, not on that it, it list only generally. appears in 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 the one edition, mm-hmm, right? Right. Um, like I, I did recently uh, have my players get a ring of three wishes mm-hmm. in, in my Arakesh campaign. Uh, one of them having been used by the person they got the ring from in the middle of that fight. Yeah. You know, wish can imitate a spell mm-hmm. of this level or lower. Right. Well, he used it to cast Firestorm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Right. He said, I wish for the world to be consumed in flame. <laughs> nice. Firestorm. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Uh, so they then uh, used uh, another of the wishes to just wreck his day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, and they spent a bunch of time discussing different ways they could use the last two wishes. Um, but it was really cool. Yeah. Awesome. And that's the thing, right? Like a lot of times, uh, these spells that create a lot of controversy or, or, or are the impetus for a lot of conversation or, or dare I say arguments at the table often also have the, they're creating this, this conversation or argument at the table because they have the ability to make such a great scene or a really great failure, right? Like, and so those tend to be moments where you're going to get people trying to finagle the perfect addition to that scene, right? Like they, they don't want to have it go bad. So it creates argument and discussion and whatever, because it's, it's only used in a high stakes situation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're not going to cast a level nine spell just, you know, for giggles. Right. I, I love what I love what high level play can be, right? Right. With things like wish yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have this dream that Orakesh might someday get there. Mm-hmm. I, I think that you know I have characters who are kind of knocking the door of thirteenth level, and so like it might be a couple of years yet, but I think we might get there. Yeah, that could be good. How many characters in the stable right now? Uh. So, so active characters, uh, as that is to say, played within about the last 
calendar year or two, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, something like 25. Nice. Um, total characters ever created for the campaign uh, looks like um, 76. Yeah, Rabbit recently created the 76th character. Nice. Wow. That's um, cool. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty neat. So I think that's going to end. I think that's going to end our 12 days this year. That's right. Any, any, any roundup uh, thoughts on, on everything that we talked about for the past 12 days? <laughs> I, I've had a great time uh, just giving some of these iconic spells, uh, deep dives, you know, things that have become really key parts of D&D's magical identity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's great. Um, you know, right now, I would really love to see a uh, Haunted by Christmas Ghosts spell, right? Because <laughs> right. I got a candidate yeah. in mind for, for a little Christmas ghost haunting action. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I get what I want. You know, I wasn't all that good this year. <laughs> you just have to word your wish very carefully. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, everyone, I hope you are having a wonderful holiday season. And uh, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you all, yeah. thank you all very much for coming with us on yet another year of 12 Days of Edition Wars. Yeah. Lo- lovely journey. You've... We've had a uh, wonderful holiday season, a uh, Christmas or Hanukkah or Yule or uh, whatsoever you may celebrate or several. Yeah. Don't let me All of you. them. I mean, you can air the grievances. You can, yeah, yeah, do what you need to do. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Blue Sky at brandisstoddard.bsky.social. I also write for tribality.com. My personal blog is brandisstoddard.com. And my Patreon is brandisstoddard. How about you, Sam? I am on the internets at rpgmusings.com. I am also on Twitter at DM Samuel. I'm also on Blue Sky at DM Samuel. Same, same one as you, I think. I'm also on Mastodon at DM... Look, just search DM Samuel. <laughs>